But what if I'm simply not a thankful type of guy? This is Rabbi Yitzchak Price with another episode of Tachlis Talks. Growth-oriented, partial-related Torah podcasts. We're up to the Torah portion of Kisavo, and the beginning of Kisavo is the section dedicated to the mitzvah of Bikurim. Bikurim, the mitzvah of bringing the first fruits to Yerushalayim, the first of each of the seven species for which Israel is praised. You would bring those, a farmer would bring those with many other fruits potentially as well, and baskets or decorated uh, baskets and containers, and a whole procession would form as the farmers would bring their fruit to Yerushalayim. And the law was that if you were in Yerushalayim, you weren't one of those farmers in the procession, but rather you were a laborer, or a craftsman, an artisan, busy at work in Yerushalayim, and you would hear and now see this parade approaching, the halacha, the law was that you should stop what you're doing and stand in honor of these Bikurim ringers. The fact that there are people involved in displaying their gratitude is so significant that you are to stop what you're doing in honor of those doing this mitzvah. And we have to put this into context. The work ethic was such that it was not so simple to stop working for a moment to greet another person or even to respond to a greeting discussion in the Talmud as to how much I can interrupt to be saying prayers, how much I can interrupt to do the birchas samazon, the benching after a meal, because when you are working for someone else, your time is sacred. You can't just waste away his time. Apparently this was before there were WhatsApp and, and online chat groups that people were busy with at work and, and, and boss buttons and all other techniques to evade notice. The work ethic was such that when you were at work, you were working. Yet, when the Bikurim bringers, when that procession, this real this pageant was approaching you, you would stand, stop what you're doing, stand and display honor for them. Because the mitzvah is very significant. The concept of displaying gratitude is very significant. The section that describes the Bikurim ends off with You should be joyous with all the good that God has given you. And in the process of bringing the Bikurim, you would declare your appreciation of the fact that God gave us the land of Israel. Your appreciation of the fact that we were taken out of Egypt. And you were supposed to get to a sense of joy, a sense of elation with the good that you have received. Gratitude. A big deal in the Torah. But, as we opened our the question today, what if I'm not a thankful type of guy? And this question was actually posed by somebody, not exactly in those words, but with that sentiment, because he had read an article describing the fact that apparently, you can find this on the source of all knowledge, do a Google search, but actually when he mentioned this to me, I searched and found quite a bit of data that supports this, that there are indications that people are wired differently, and some people are more naturally inclined to be attentive to the good that comes their way and therefore able to express that. And there are other people who are wired in a way that that's simply less likely. Uh, and it's not always a function of, of choice. To, there seems to be some degree to which we are pre-programmed to be more oriented in one direction or the other. So what if I'm not a thankful type of guy here? The Torah is quote-unquote demanding this of me, expecting this of me, and I, I don't notice the good that comes my way. So truth be told, that continue through some of those articles and you discover that it's been determined that a truism that in a Torah perspective we've known forever, 
that there is room to modify yourself. There's room to do tshuva and alter who you are. You can alter your nature if you are so inclined. And that one of the best ways to do that is by doing acts, even if they're not yet real, it's not yet your essence, but doing acts that are representative of what you want to feel will help you get there. There's a concept that runs throughout our our, our texts, the most classic example of this is regarding the Pesach experience, where we do acts at the Pesach Seder to drive home a message, and then we start appreciating the message. And much as people talk about emotions affecting behavior, behavior affects emotions. Adam nif'al lafi pu'ulosav, as the Chinuch writes, the Sefer HaChinuch describes that a man is impacted by his actions. So if you want to develop the capacity to be a person that notices, you've got to start being on the lookout for it. And if you want to be a thankful person, start expressing thanks. And the science supports this, that there are indications that you can change that wiring that was there that made somebody a little less likely to notice, less likely to be oriented in that direction, can be modified by our behavior. Fascinatingly, I recently was listening to a lecture by a therapist who was describing studies where there's an indication that we can then pass that along. He wasn't discussing gratitude. He was actually discussing a negative trait, discussing the tragic outcome of those who, who experienced the Holocaust, thankfully who survived, but experienced all the incredible horrors of the Holocaust, and how many of them had to turn off their emotion of love. Because if you were in tune to love, you couldn't handle the degree to which you saw the collapse of, of, of your love, the disappearance of your loved ones and the collapse of all good surrounding you and all the difficulties you were, you were facing. If you were a, a, a loving person, now we'll differentiate a moment between loving and caring. If you were a loving person, you had that deep-rooted emotion, it made it so much more difficult to survive what you were experiencing. So many survivors managed to turn off that muscle of love. And many of them, again, of these who thankfully did survive, then went on to raise families, to have spouses and families, and to be great providers and to display great care and often be maybe even over excessive in, in how they were trying to provide and give and give and give to their children. But there was an imbalance because there was a lot of focus on providing and caring and not a lot of the emotion of love. And this is a big discussion, not for now, but there's been a lot of analysis of this and the, the children of survivors and how many of them had very difficult lives as they were getting a lot of goods from their parents and a lot of attention and a lot of motivation to succeed, but often missing some of the emotional connect. What they discovered is this actually can be seen in willing down another generation, how the children of the children of survivors often have to work more on the emotional aspect of love to balance that with their tendency to be good providers and having the desire to care for those you know, from who are in their, you know, whether they're children, their spouses, their, in their circles. So there's been an indication that there's a genetic rewiring that comes because of a certain crisis and certain need that then can get passed down, but then can be shifted. And if we build up the love capacity, build up those muscles, then we can then put that back into our children and continue on. So, so too, it appears, that when it comes to gratitude, even if it's true, 
and even if yes, some people out there are not naturally thinkers, but they can develop the muscles to have greater gratitude and to express greater gratitude. And then they can do the favor of then passing that down to their children. So when we develop a good trait within inside of ourselves, we work on that, we are doing something positive both for ourselves and for the future. We all want to be people of gratitude. We recognize there's so many indications out there that people who have gratitude are happier people. There are studies indicating that people who have gratitude are healthier people. So a fascinating debate about the fact that there had been a study done that showed that children who were working on a, a, a journaling project where they noted their gratitude for two weeks were not measurably healthier than others who didn't. And the debate ranging from was that ridiculous or was there any value at all in doing a study that had children do something for such a short length of time? But if we really work on this for a length of time and we put our focus on trying to develop those gratitude muscles, we know that we benefit. We know we feel better. We know that impacts our relationships. We know, and it's very likely, it impacts our health. Fascinatingly, in a piece on this week's parsha, um, Rav Aaron Cutler, famed Rosh Hashiva of Lakewood, uh, founding Rosh Hashiva of the Lakewood Yeshiva, um, describes that gratitude can be a tool to help us develop our character and our spirituality without a head-on collision with the evil inclination, our Yetzahara. We want to be able to be people who are less attached, less addicted to materialism. We want to be people who are focused on the bigger things in life and the elevated things in life. But simply to say, I'm going to swear off uh, the, the benefit of certain luxuries. I'm going to just dismiss my need for certain elements of materialism very hard to, to do that, and it probably will backfire. But if we focus on being people of greater gratitude, we will then be people who need less, who, who aren't as addicted to the material world, because I am so appreciative of all the good that comes my way. I don't need all the stuff to be happy. So it's, we stand to benefit in so many ways from this concept of gratitude. The Torah's mitzvah of Bikurim was one great mitzvah that had us do that. Those of us who are not fulfilling that mitzvah but at least know that we have so many tools within our world that help us in terms of our blessings on food, our grace after meals. Moda'ani is the opening line in the Sidur that can be said in that language, any language of starting our day with a thank you, God, that I am alive and I'm capable of moving through the day and moving through life. The morning blessings that are printed in any, any thorough siddur that have multiple expressions of all the good that God bestows on us regularly. So let's use all those, use that attitude of gratitude, the focus on the fact that, thankfully, there is so much that does come our way, if we can be in tune to that, attentive to that, and expressive of that, then we will grow to be people of even greater and greater gratitude, rewire ourselves to develop the gratitude if we don't have it, further bolster it if we do, help develop unto people who are exuding with that gratitude and all the positive energy that comes from that, and develop into the type of people who will be far more likely to achieve our tachlis.